Hey guys, welcome back to the Wisdom and Stuff podcast. I'm your host, Daryl Boucher, and this is where we cut through the Christianese and tradition-based thoughts that hinder us from the limitless lifestyles that we as actual children of God are designed to walk in. So let's go ahead and dive into the Word and see what the Holy Spirit has for us today. Okay, well, praise God. Welcome back to Wisdom and Stuff. <laughs> I'm Daryl Boucher. This is, well, we're here with Amy again, <laughs> and uh, we're getting into uh, Supernatural Supply. <laughs> and it's a fun, fun message, apparently, because <laughs> we're already having a good time. Oh, man. Um, <laughs> so, um, we're just talking about the fact that God, uh, you know, his design for resource is is supernatural. You know, just like his design for love, peace, joy, um, anything. It's, it's all supernatural. And is, so his design for health and wholeness and healing, everything is supernatural. And it says, obviously, in Philippians chapter 4, in verse 19, it says that, that my God shall supply all of your needs according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. So he says all your needs, number one, all of it. He doesn't have, there's no asterisks on that verse that says except for money or except for this. He just literally says he wants to supply all of your needs <laughs> uh, according to his riches in glory. Not mine. Yeah, not ours. Praise <laughs> My God. My idea of riches and yeah. glory. Yeah. If I even have an idea. Yeah, if we even have an idea, yeah. <laughs> not our stupid idea. Um, according to his idea yeah. of riches yeah. and glory. His reality of mm-hmm. riches determines my supply. That's right. And uh, my need doesn't determine my supply. Yeah. It's his supply mm-hmm. that determines what I have. Yeah. And, uh, and it says, though, it, it, they're, they're, that, they're, that they're in glory, but that there is a bridge between the glory and the earth, and we're supposed to allow the glory of the God to fill the earth as the water covers the seas. That's what he said. It was happened. And so what we tended to do is we tend to think heaven is heaven and earth is earth, yeah. and that we have to wait until we get to heaven to experience heaven. And that's ridiculous. Uh, you know, really, God literally to- put us in the earth for one reason, and so everybody else around us could experience heaven. Amen. And... Um, so, but when we're talking about, once again, supernatural supply is that, is where we allow, allow God and expect a relationship with resource that is separated from earthly channels. We actually, we have a relationship with resource that is not tied to a physical job. It's mm-hmm. not tied to just, you know, whatever things coming in in a natural way. Now, God, God can use all of those things, but that's not the highest way. That's not what God wants to do. Like, and I, I love it. It's been said for years, but I love the fact that when we realize that our job is not our supply or our source, our job is our assignment. That we're only at our yep. job to minister to people. Yep. We're only at our job to actually be a light and a witness. Yeah. But that's not our supply. Yep. And um, and when we actually when we have the reality of that working in our lives, then how much more free can we actually be a witness when the world has no leverage over us? Yeah. The only leverage the world has over us right now is money. Yeah. That's the only thing. That's right. Because the because the world will threaten us and say, if you do this and this and this, we will fire you. We will fine you. We will mm-hmm. take away your you know yep. nonprofit. Blah blah blah. Yep. We'll do all these things. Who cares? Yeah. If heaven's my supply, yeah. then we just preach the word. We do whatever God wants us to do in the boldness and love of God. Yeah. And God is our supply. And yep. and that's one of the main reasons why he, he that he requires us to, to look to him instead of the world. Because everything we look to the world to, we're still in leverage of. We're still in leverage under. Mm-hmm. And um, and the, the, the freer we are from the world supply, the, 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 the less leverage and bondage we're under. Yeah. And so, uh, but... Uh, just even thinking about, um, you know, we were talking about the blessing of the Lord just making rich last time. And, and of course, we were talking about different examples of that. Um, 
you know, w- within the word, there's so many of them. Uh, you know, even uh, you know the the I love it when when remember when when uh, Jesus uh, told the disciples to to you know uh, you know put their nets in and um, and they had been fishing all night. Yeah, and it says they toiled all night. And they didn't. They didn't get anything. These guys were fishermen. Mm-hmm. They knew how to fish. Mm-hmm. They were generational fishermen. They knew how to fish better than anybody else standing there. And Jesus, who, you know, earthly trade was a carpenter, mm-hmm. doesn't know how to fish. Not generational. He comes up and he says, "I'll just go ahead and put your fish in. I'm gonna put your nets in." And um, and they were like, "Well, we've been we've been doing this our way all night. We know how to fish, and the best time to fish is at night." And you know, we've been doing it all night. We caught nothing. And, um, and he goes, oh, I'll just go ahead and put him in. And so they put a net in. And we know the, the account where it's like so many fish came up that it was going to sink both boats. And so, uh, and those are fishing boats. So those are boats designed mm-hmm, for fish. Mm-hmm. So it's not like just a little canoe. These are fishing boats designed to hold a lot of fish. And so, so many fish came in that they were sinking both boats. <laughs> and <laughs> it's just <laughs> hilarious that God's design is never going to be enough. Yeah. It's always more than enough. <laughs> yeah. It's always, and, and what I love about it is they is that when they get back to shore, Peter's response is he comes and he falls at Jesus' feet and he says, depart from me because I'm a sinful man. Oh, that he knew right away this was not because we happened to find a school of fish swimming by this time. This was a supernatural supply that came through a relationship with the Almighty. Awesome. He knew that this was a result of communion, mm. not of labor. Wow. And he so disidentified himself with that because he knew, I only get things by labor. Wow. I only get things by the work of my hands. So good. And... He goes, I need you to get away from me because I'm sinful. Oh man. And what I love about that is he already if you if you read if you go back and look at the chronological order of these, he already heard Jesus teach. He already heard he already saw Jesus do things. This was not the first time that he saw Jesus. This was the, chronologically he he'd experienced Jesus a few times. None of the teaching caused this to happen. Jesus was teaching all the time by the Holy Spirit, yeah. anointed words of God. Yeah. Peter never fell on his feet. Mm-hmm. But supernatural supply caused this. And it wasn't just supernatural supply. It was supernatural supply that had to do with the works of his hands. So he, he was, the first thing he was addressing with Peter was, I want to break what you think is your supply source here. Mm-hmm. And he did it by the very currency of his mind, which was fish. The currency of his mind was fish. And he goes, I'm going to break your fish meter and <laughs> I'm going That's to, so I'm going to challenge cool. what you currently think. Mm. And when he did that, the first thing that Peter felt was condemnation because of sinfulness. Yeah. And it's like, are we allowing God to bless us so much that we literally have to humble ourselves, pass in consciousness That's to be in awesome. his presence? You know, are we allowing the blessing to be so thick in our <laughs> lives that it exposes sin consciousness that we're like, oh, can I even be in this level That's of wealth? So cool. Can I even be in this level of blessing? Yeah. I don't know if I can. And it requires a humility to righteousness to such a degree where it's like, if I'm going to be around you, I'm going to have to humble myself to righteousness oh, because man. the blessing is so thick. Oh man, that's so good. <laughs> but I just, I just think it's so cool because this is, this is, you know, this is, and then of course Jesus says, okay, well, well, come and follow me. Mm-hmm. And uh, he didn't say, yeah, you're right. You're sinful. Get away from me. Um, he literally just said, nope, you're going to have to humble yourself to a higher level. And this is, this is the standard, the beginning of what I want you to think like, mm-hmm. you know, is this level of blessing. And, um, that's the beginning. That's the beginning. That's not the end. That's not the goal. This is the beginning. And, uh, and this is, you know, when, when we, 
<laughs> when we actually shy away from supernatural supply, we're shying away from the beginning. Hmm. We, we haven't wow. even started yet. Oh. You know, <laughs> it's like we haven't even started That's to be a disciple so yet. Awesome. If we haven't allowed the blessing to be bigger than our sin consciousness. Wow. Um, so, yeah. Okay. That's what we're getting into. <laughs> All right, great. <laughs> now we can begin. <laughs> but uh, but now in, in so like in our culture, I think, and this is you know something that I think that, that we've all talked about, and even Amy, you've, you've addressed it already, is that we tend to segregate or limit the blessing to what can, what channel can it come through? Exactly. Right. I've done that so many times. Yeah, we all have. Yeah. <laughs> pray that God would bless. Oh, actually, I do pray that God would bless the work of my hand like every day. Mm-hmm. That's kind of like a mantra I do. Right. Go, God will bless the work of my hand. Yeah. Or actually, I speak um, that the work of my hand is blessed. Yes. But I still sometimes wonder, I'm like, does that mean a promotion? Right. Or does that <laughs> yeah, mean yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah. a yeah. second job? Or like I'm going to get a raise? Right. Or, you know, it's like how... <laughs> limited i think sometimes when we're talking about the blessing is so far exceeds the work of my hand mm-hmm. and it's outside of what i can do uh with my hand and uh and it is it comes down to just breaking that off it's like right. no why can't it just materialize in my bank account right and um the verse i was thinking of um going into this podcast was um i think there's a i i can't quote it exactly right now but i think there's a verse in proverbs when he's talking about um financial increase specifically and he says something in their world he says that your vats would overflow yes. with new wine that's right yeah. and i yeah. remember i used to read that while i was going through like my financial prosperity verses mm. and instead my i would say instead that my bank accounts would overflow with cash because you know that's the currency by which they used to live you know but he's talking a very very natural resource happening supernaturally He's saying that this will overflow with a resource. And um, I'm like, well, why can't that happen to me? Why can't my bank account overflow with cash and overflow with, with money? And why can't my house be overflowing with, I don't know, uh, natural things and live an abundant life mm-hmm. supernaturally? But he, he is talking in a very natural way. He's yeah. not saying like that you would live spiritually and <laughs> <in laughs> no. that, I mean, you, that you would have all of these things available to you in heaven. He's like, no, I want your barns to overflow yeah. and your vats to overflow. And I want you to live uh, in a very supernatural way on the earth. That's right. That's right. And really understanding that wealth doesn't do me any good in heaven. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Let's talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> I mean, oh, really? I mean, I understand. It's like, you know, there's certain things that, that, that literally don't do me any good in heaven at all. That's ridiculous. So if I'm waiting to, for then I'm going to be disappointed because, oh, you know, wealth has no, there's no, there, there's nothing for sale in heaven. There's no, you know, there, there's no rent in heaven. There's no mortgage payments. There's no, there, there, so wealth has no, it doesn't matter in heaven. It's like disposable. Right. right there. It's like, and, you know, <laughs> literally no the, the, the streets are gold. So I'm walking on gold. So <laughs> the lowest thing that could be is like, they, they use, they use gold as asphalt. You know, it's like, it's like, it's so, it's just part of the reality so much that they don't even value it so high. They don't put it up on a pedestal. They, they walk on it. And, um, That's and so, awesome. but, but it's the same way where it's like, you know, I don't need healed in heaven. <laughs> if I'm like, waiting to get to heaven to get healed, it's like there's no healing in heaven. <laughs> it doesn't happen there. You know, it's only for here. And so there, there are certain it's things that we have word. to understand. It only exists for the earth. Ooh, that's good. It only exists for here. And so that's why, I mean, even, you know, people, they don't understand that God talks more about money than he does heaven and hell put together in the Bible. Way more. And um, <laughs> because he knew that money would be an issue on the earth. 
uh, heaven and hell are not an issue on the earth. <laughs> uh, but, <laughs> but, but money is, and so uh, that's why it says the love of money is the root of all evil. Yeah. Because you know, I I seek first the kingdom of God, and then what does He do? I seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and then He adds all these things to me. Yeah. It's like He's so like. He so doesn't care about it. He's like, yeah, just seek me first. It just comes with the package. He's like, I'll just add all these things to you. You don't have to talk me into it. Um, you know, and, but uh, but it's it is really you know breaking free of the poverty mentality that we've been raised in, or the fear of money, or the fear of abundance, or different things. And uh, and once again, we know that there's ditches. We know that there's greed. We know there's all these things. But when we when we're just more in love with the God of all creation, that should love cast out all fear. And so I'm, when I'm more in love with the creator, mm. then that love that I actually share with the creator, I'm not afraid of his creation. I'm not afraid of, of wealth. Cool. I'm not afraid of any of that stuff because I understand the context. I understand cool. the context of it and me and the whole thing. And then there's just more than enough. It doesn't even matter. It's like, you, you know, but but it's it, it is getting getting a relationship with it where it's it's just air you know where, where wealth is just air it's just it is the is the air of the kingdom where there is zero lack there is zero uh poverty there's zero anything there's just supply yeah. only and that's like i said last time love only pours out supply it's all it ever does you can't you can't walk in love and not pour out supply and um you can't just it just doesn't work that way and so uh that's why you know when we segregate things, it doesn't make sense with God because He is love, so He is all everything supply. And, That's good. Um, but w- you know, one of the things like with, with what we do here is like, so we we try to attach everything to a natural thing because men are used to building things, yeah. people are used to building things. God is not a builder; He's a creator, and so. We, when we build things, we need resource to build those things. So anything that I make in my garage, I have to have supply for. So I go and get wood, I get screws, I get glue, I get whatever it is. But there's supply that I have to gather to build something. God doesn't have to do any of that. Mm -hmm. He literally speaks and and it materializes. Mm -hmm. It just literally comes out of his heart and out of his mouth. And it just materializes. And... um, and this is, uh, as we said last time, all through the word from Genesis all the way on, we see that is the way God does things. And he intends us to do the same thing. And uh, and we see Jesus do that. We, we see God through do it through all the, all the Old Testament. And then we see Jesus doing it in the New Testament. And he expects us to do the same thing where we we stop limiting God to natural supply. And um, and I've, I've had conversations where I've seen supernatural supply in my life and uh, where things just have shown up um and i have i've have i have different people that i know that had things materialized that literally they're like yeah that i mean i remember <laughs> a friend of mine they they had like a hundred dollar bill or something and uh and they had put it somewhere and they went back to get it and they couldn't find it and they're like in their they were like in their bedroom and they're looking all over the place i mean they they scoured everywhere that was like almost like unreasonable. You know what I'm saying? Like where you're going through drawers you haven't opened in years. Yeah. And they're like, well, maybe somehow it got in here, you yeah. know? And they're looking for this $100 bill and they're like, they're scouring every square inch of their bedroom because they knew they had it in their bedroom. And, they, and of course, you know how you start second guessing yourself. They went through their whole house. They yeah. went everywhere trying to find this $100 bill that they knew they had. And um, and they're finally like, you know what? We don't, I, they, they were like, it was, there's a woman I know that she's like, I have no idea 
where this is. She goes, but I know that God has this and, and nothing can be stolen from me and he's given it to me. So, so she just said, okay, you know what? We just loose the angels, you know, to, to bring that money back to me. She walked in, it was on her bedroom dresser. Oh, sitting there, oh. nothing else around it. Oh. Just sitting there in the middle oh. of her dresser. <laughs> it's like, okay. <laughs> Well, like I said, there's, I have lots of stories like that, but it's, and even my own life, I've seen it where he's brought money into my bank account and, and it wasn't like it was a bank error. It just, money was there continually yep. as I was pouring out, it was pouring right, in. Right. And I literally, I remember one time I was, I was talking to somebody about it and, uh, and, um, you know, I was just sharing testimony with them just saying, oh yeah, here's what's going on. I, I, I had all these uh, you know, these things were coming up and God told me, now this isn't always the case, but sometimes he'll, you know, you can pray and say if there's something that you need to partner with. Well, he had me give a certain amount to, to church and he, he literally said, once you give this, um, everything will be taken mm-hmm. care of. Not because I gave it, but through the channel of mm-hmm. that. And so, um, so I just stepped out in faith. I gave, and I didn't even have the money to give as far as I had to believe God for the seed to sow. I didn't even have that. And I, I believed him. He gave me the seed to sow. I sowed it. And then all this money started coming in to cover all these other things. And, uh, and I'm like, yeah, by the time I was done, I not only had everything covered, but I had well more than enough. I mean, well, well, well more than enough. And I remember talking to somebody about it and somebody who you know loves God, a Christian. And they were like, yeah, but where did it come from? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, it just came from God. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, but where? I, it came from God. Yeah. Yeah, but where? Okay. <laughs> Where'd the manna come from? Yep. Where'd the fishes and loaves come from? Mm-hmm. Where did it come from? We have to stop looking for the come from and yeah. realize it's about God. It's about materialization from the supernatural to the natural. Amen. And and yes, God does want to use people. His yeah. highest way is to use people to give to one another. Yeah. Because that way the blessing can flow through everybody. That's awesome. So that's his highest way. I found that in my life where it's a, his highest way is to speak to somebody to give to you or, or to speak to me to give to you. He wants to use other people to give so that we're all in on the blessing. But he doesn't need that. He's not requiring that. So if if somebody else is not obedient to what he put on their heart, he'll just materialize. Yeah. He doesn't need that person for me to be blessed. Amen. He doesn't need that person to be obedient. Nobody's obedience is tied to my blessing. Man, that's good. But the thing is, he wants them blessed too. And so his highest way is to use everybody so that we all give one to another and the blessing flows liberally through all of us. That's his highest way. But I don't need anybody to be obedient for me to be blessed. Mm-hmm. You know, I just believe God and he's my source. But um, but yeah, it's just, it's it, you know, there was a, there was a verse in Hosea that I wanted to read, and this was uh, at the end of Hosea. It's in chapter 14, and it's where uh, when uh, basically the people of Israel are finally repenting. And it says, um, they just make this statement, and it says, Neither will we say any more to the work of our hands, you are our gods, mm. for in, the, in thee the fatherless find mercy. And, he's, and I just love that because this is really... I think, you know, it needs to be on people's coffee mugs these days <laughs> <laughs> because, you know, the, the, the works of our hands have become our gods, you know, and <laughs> <That's> so good, <laughs> you know, this is where we need to like, we need to see this every day, you Amen. know, where it's like, I will say to my, the works of my hands, you are not my God. That's right. And he doesn't even, he didn't list the devil in there anywhere. Yeah. He doesn't list idolatry as far as what we think of. We didn't, he didn't list anybody in there like that. He lists the works of my hands mm. and he goes, there's, there's a, there's, there's just a time where the people of God have got to stop looking at the works of their hands as their gods and be like, okay, whatever God wants to flow through my life isn't designed to be produced by my hands. Wow. It's bigger than that. It's, it's, it's limitless. And even my job, 
Like I said, I'm there to be a blessing to my job. Amen. I'm there to mm-hmm. steward life and steward the blessing into my job. Yeah. And if I'm looking to my job to meet my needs, then I'm limiting what I can walk in because mm-hmm. now that person, that company, that corporation now who is limited in their supply is now defining what I walk in. Yeah. Yep. A- and so if something happens negatively econ- economically to them, it happens to me. Yep. And it should be the other way around. The other way around, exactly. Totally right. the other way around, where I cause my company to bless. Yes. To be blessed. To be blessed, right? And right. Uh, and that's what I pray out over my the work of my hand. It's not that I am praying for increase through my work. I'm yeah. praying my work to increase through me. Exactly <laughs> it's right. always exactly going to be the right. other way around because yeah. it doesn't happen outside of our identity in Christ. That's exactly right. I mean, that's when we under, understand our role in the earth is not just to you know make it until we get to heaven but we're literally supposed to usher heaven in the earth Amen. then that has to be in every area of our life i love that and and so beginning to meditate on i mean even one of the best things we can do is just obviously we meditate the word we we allow the word to get rich in us and revelation to come and um and as but one of the things we need to meditate is even in genesis chapter one and just begin to say okay you know, day one, mm-hmm. he spoke. Yeah. And it became. Yeah. And then day two, he spoke and it became. And then day three, he spoke and it became. Amen. And it's like, oh, yeah. this is God's MO. Yeah. He didn't say, and day one, he created a factory to create these things. Yep. He just spoke and it became. Yeah. And uh, and so just getting that DNA that we are partakers of his divine nature, that, you know, he wants us to be as familiar and natural with with have a natural capacity to uh, with materialization as he is where this is not this is not a god thing this is a family thing you know this is not just uh this is what our father does this is what we do and we do it because we're part of our father we do it because we have the dna of our father but it's still a family thing and he's called us into the family business you know it's like mm-hmm. this is that we are we are joint heirs with jesus christ yep. and so this is not a god thing this is a family thing mm-hmm. you know we're not his servants we're his children mm-hmm. and even though we serve him we do it as children and so uh but but getting to that that understanding level where um where you know first of all getting things settled in our heart is a big deal for me always because if 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 my mind can play games with me it will yeah but if i can settle it yeah and i could say okay can i just ask the questions say can things materialize <laughs> yeah <laughs> Okay. And let and, it challenge you. Yes, let it challenge you. And, and yeah. take it to the extreme. Yes, exactly right. And it'll really challenge you. It, like you said earlier, <laughs> yeah, it will yeah. expose something inside of yeah. us that says, <laughs> there. there is a level, there's like a line we draw sometimes on the supernatural. And we say, well, sure, food can show up in my cupboards, but right. can a million dollars show up in my bank account? Right, yeah. And yeah, that's that's so cool because then we have to say, okay, well, then why can't it? Why can't it? Yeah, and and not only can it, but will it, yep. you know, because I've, you know, once again, to me, that, that right there is, mm. that the, is the line where some people will, some people will accept God can, but they won't accept God will mm-hmm. because the, 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 the line between the can and the will is our disqualification Ooh. where we disqualify ourselves from the ability of God. And so we're like, oh yeah, I believe God can do that. Yeah. But why? Why don't you believe he he has, or why why don't you believe that he will, or why not not just will, but why why don't you believe that you're a part of that? Yeah, because you know we will. Oh yeah, God can heal anybody. Well, okay. Yeah, but is he healing you? Yeah, right now. 
You know, is he blessing you right now? And is he doing it supernaturally right now? Not like, oh yeah, he's blessed me with a good job. <laughs> right. He's blessed me with this. And this. Okay. Yeah. But what what supernaturally thing? What what in our lives can we take no credit for? That's good. You know, because if man can take credit for it, then man will take credit for it, and God gets no glory for it. But the things God gets glory for are the things that man can't do. Amen. And so. Uh, you know, those are the things that, that it's, it's the goodness of God that leads people to repentance, right? It's not the goodness of man. Mm-hmm. It's not the goodness of my company that I work for. Mm-hmm. It's the goodness of God. Mm-hmm. And when he's allowed to show himself good, it it, it demands repentance. Wow. Whoa. It demands it. Just like it did with Peter. The goodness of God showed up and it demanded it. That's amazing. And, uh, <laughs> and, wow. and it's like, yes, it makes it available, but it also demands it because it says, you were just faced with something that your mind can't explain, and now it dethroned your mind from being God. Wow. And now you have to admit that either God is God or you walk away in pride. And you say, I know what I just saw. I can't explain it, but I'm choosing. I'm choosing to rebel. And so it, it puts a demand on repentance because it says you're either in rebellion or in repentance. There is no middle line here. And the goodness of God wants to be displayed in such a strong way in our lives that everybody around us gets shaken by that. And <laughs> but wow. uh, but that, that to me is like this is why supernatural supply is required. So good. It's like it's... <laughs> Oh, man. You know, but this is, but this is why this is why a supernatural supply should be a requirement in our life and not an option. <laughs> you know, because our life should be a testament of God's goodness, and it should be a vehicle of repentance for everybody around us. And that's why we can't leave it in the framework of option. Like, cause that'd be nice if that happened. It's not nice. It's, it, this is a requirement for humanity. Yeah. I literally, I liked how, how, how Bill Johnson has said this lots of times, but how he said, he, he said, um, I owe it to the people around me mm-hmm. for them to see the presence of God. Amen. That's and so it's good. like, yeah, that's right. Yeah. I owe it to the people around me for them to see the goodness of God Amen. in my life. Amen. Because if mm-hmm. I don't, I have shortchanged them. I have not given them the awesome. opportunity to repent. Awesome. And, uh, but that, that's, that repentance doesn't come through, through me just, you know, preaching at them yeah. it comes I mean, like i said peter heard jesus mm-hmm. preach yeah that didn't do it that's good what did it was the goodness of god and it forced repentance so and awesome. um and this is this is I, I believe this when we're talking about supernatural supply this is where it has to be but it has to come from that place where we where we allow it to be you know not just can god but is he you know and 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 with us just in, internally and even whatever as we as we meditate on it address the issue number one can can things materialize what's limited there are some things able and some things yeah. not able like you said can a heart manifest in somebody's body yeah but not money yeah and i'm not you know i've heard people and and these are you know once again i'm, it's, I'm not bashing the people but uh, but there is people can hear things and say things and it ends up getting put got in a box again because i've heard people say well you know uh years ago you know uh you know brother so and so whatever like well god told him that god's not a counterfeiter so he's not just going to create money well god doesn't need to create money to 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 make money manifest yeah if you actually understood how much money right now is not accounted for on the earth there is 
all kinds of wealth that's not accounted for. I'm talking about even dollar bills that yep. have been printed. Yep. There are trillions and trillions of dollars unaccounted for yeah. on this earth. Yeah. He doesn't need to counterfeit. Yeah. He could bring yeah. a little bit of that my way <laughs> and it's not counterfeiting. Yeah. You know, It could materialize that mm-hmm. that's been lost. Just like my friend who had a $100 bill manifest yeah. on her dresser. That yeah. wasn't counterfeiting. That was just rightfully giving her what was hers. Yep. And and so, uh, so we just need to stop whatever it is that's limiting God. We need to address it and and just literally just we we have to uh, uh, how should I put it devalue it in such a way that it becomes almost vile to us to have limitation thought, limitation words, because God's not limited. That's and so, so good. Uh, so we need to allow our our hearts and minds to be obviously whatever <laughs> God finds acceptable. Um, lack is unacceptable and limitation is unacceptable. Um, so, cool. uh, so uh, we need to wrap this one up, but, uh, in the next one, we'll get into the fish and loaves things. Like <laughs> okay. This. So anyway, praise God. <laughs> Father, we thank you. We thank you, Father God, that we are your children. And as children of God, we all, we walk in limitlessness in every way. And we just thank you for the reality of materialization. We thank you for the reality of limitlessness, the reality of supernatural supply in every area in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Thanks for joining us today on Wisdom and Stuff. Don't forget to subscribe to get new updates and check out our podcast page on Podbean to find all our previous posts and full-length messages. We'll see you next time and have a blessed day.